Hello and welcome to the Digital Insight, the technology, procurement and supply chain podcast that delivers valuable C-level perspective into the core issues surrounding business transformation and digital disruption. Each episode will bring you the most inspiring executive insights from those who are leading transformation strategies within the world's biggest and best-known companies. The Digital Insight. Disrupt. Transform. Avon. Welcome to the Digital Insight, the official podcast series for CPO Strategy and Interface Magazines. This episode is part two of my discussion with Pat Lines, founder and CEO of Sullivan and Stanley. Pat and I explore the concept of operational buy-in and engagement through digital transformation and how Sullivan and Stanley works with organizations to deliver strategic change teams on demand. In our previous episode, Pat, you talked to me about the idea of the gig economy and baby boomers versus younger generation of employees and people who have grown up and worked with a different mindset and a different cultural understanding as to what technology can bring to a business. What kind of challenge does that bring? You know, you've talked about mentoring and coaching, and I guess you will come up against people who, who've worked in a certain way with a certain mindset that, that's proven successful. You're basically asking them to do something new, to, to embrace change and to, to get on board. How do you deal with that friction? There must be some reluctance from these people. Or, to look at it from a little differently, is it so black and white as to say it's in fact old versus new? Not at all. I mean, it's the hardest thing with change and transformation, trying to change the people. Um, some are just going to have a fixed mindset and it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you do. They may just nod and say they're up for it. They may just nod and say they're on the journey, but their behaviours will reveal them that they're not. Um, what we find is especially with the sort of coaching lens is that, you know, over a period of time, you, you try and change the people, you try and take them on the journey to um, the new operating model or to the new ways of working. Um, and some people are just not going to, just not going to, to get on board. And some people will show growth mindset and see it as an opportunity to refresh. Um, you know, there's a good saying that if you can't change the people, change the people. And I think there's at some point, Organizations need to realize that actually, if you can constantly refresh your organization, it's not particularly a bad thing. But I think HR have got a role to play in that as well to help. There's some great companies out there that will constantly move their talent around projects and outcomes and keep them refreshed. Um, I think when we see people that um, don't want to change, it's invariably in the older organizations where they've been doing the same thing for sort of 10, 15, 20 years. And, And that's hard for them too, because there's a lot of fear there. Um, and you have to show empathy to, to, to humans because, you know, in this decade, it's about human to human, not just B to C or B to B or B to C to B. It's it's about um, human to human. And I, and I think, you know, any knowledge worker or, or um, you, know, you know, anyone out there that might listen to this, I, I think if you look at what's come in this decade um, with the sort of fourth in, industrial sort of revolution, I think there's a real opportunity there for, for humans to, to refresh and reskill and become vital and not functional. So, you know, the administrative roles and the, the functional roles in time will be taken over by sort of AI and machine learning and all those kind of things. Um, and there's a real opportunity for people to refresh and reskill and, and just embrace it. You know, like if you do get made redundant, okay, it might, it might, it might, it might hurt at the start of it, but actually just see it as an opportunity to, to get a coach and reskill go into something new, reach out to your mentors, reach out to people you used to work with, spend some time to say, what am I great at? What's my unique ability? You know, get some feedback and, and, um, 
retrain, reskill, or, or go and join somewhere else where actually once you move into somewhere new, you know, it's not as scary as you think. And, and you've mentioned AI then as an example, and, you know, obviously automation. And these are, when we talk about digital and we talk about technology, these are, uh, I, don't, I hate, I don't hate, but I, I loathe to use the word buzzwords, but it's the easiest way to sum that up in the sense that because so many people are talking about it and some people have different understandings of what it means and what it can bring to a business that other people just think, oh, well, that's people talking about it. We better talk about it too. Is that something you see and have seen in this, in, when you're having these conversations with businesses and people from a skill set standpoint, when they're considering what they think they need in terms of capability versus what they actually need just because, you know, a competitor is using AI or somebody else is talking about this, they feel that they have to join in that conversation. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of that going on. You know, I think, um, I mean, you, you probably remember blockchain went nuts, didn't it, from sort of, I don't know, 2016, 17 to probably last year, and it's kind of died off a bit as a buzzword. Um, I do think machine learning AI is the, sort of, at the moment, a, 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 a lot of what people are talking about. Um, I suppose what, what, what we're seeing and, and where I think it is going to go and where we can see it already going a little bit, and I'll give you an example as well, is that the name of the game now is, is building an operating model, building an organization where you do have a hybrid, you know, sort of technology, technological platform, technological capability, sort of human machine hybrid of an organization to allow humans to do what humans do best and then to take the advantages of what invariably is, you know, a democratized technology landscape. It's never been easier to, to spin up a technology capability. And I think with the larger organizations, struggling with some of the heavily funded startup organizations with no debt or some of the new organizations coming through, um, you know, those guys can spin up a technology estate very quickly and then get, you know, iterate around the customer and, and, and the old, the older organizations, you know, are struggling a bit because they've got so much of a, a legacy to, to, to deal with. So, but, but I think where it's going is going to be that sort of hybrid sort of human sort of, you know, technology machine learning kind of, organization and then also in all of those organizations mastering how to change your organization and reinvent yourself every 12 months every 18 months um, you know harnessing human diversity having a flexible workforce and also being socially responsible so I think a, lo a lot of this is, is nothing new I think it's, it's, it's come out of the recent um, uh, economic forum in Davos um, it's where the where the where the, where the business business world is going. All organisations need to reinvent themselves for sustained success. I mean that's that's just clear. And and I just fear this decade for some of the 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 the, the larger organisations if they don't get on that trend, it might be too late. So we mentioned some of the names of some of the big names. You know, not, you know, when I was a young man, Toys R Us was my favourite place. Um, you know, you, you never thought that wouldn't be around forever. You know, who are going to be the casualties of this decade? Um, so, look, yes, it's, they're buzzwords, but actually, if you can get into it and use it for your um, business in the right way, there's some stunning gains to make. And, and the example I'll give, and I'm not saying I'm a practitioner with this organization in any way, shape or form, but I heard their head of digital and UX um, uh, talk uh, at CIO Day over in Netherlands. So we have a capability over in, in the Netherlands, so we, I do a lot of networking there, and he's, he's the head of... Um, digital for Citizen M. Have you ever stayed at Citizen M at all? Uh, I haven't. No. no. So look, it was it was a great um, 
presentation where they were talking about how they've got um, an intuitive mix of sort of human and digital interactions. And I quite like the concept of that. So, you know, they've got um, in every hotel a ambassador team that's completely empowered to give an elite service to anyone that's going in and out of that hotel for a physical experience, even to the point where they're, 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 they're empowered to give random acts of kindness, to give units of delight to all their customers. But that also intersects with, intersects with their um, sort of online digital interaction capability where, you know, you walk into your hotel room and uh, you get a message saying, you know, welcome, Pat, um, you know, have a great stay. Um, by the way, it's going to rain this afternoon. So if you're leaving between two and five, we've got some umbrellas right here and then sends a picture of where the umbrellas are. Speak to Oscar down at the desk. He'll make sure you're fine. I mean, that's just incredible. So you've got like the human to human touch of, my God, I've got an amazing experience here. And then you've got um, the digital intuition, you know, online and offline mixing as a, um, as a, 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 as a partnership to to give customer delight, so I think you know that that is a B two C example, but there's variants of that that I think will really start to come to the fore for for businesses, you know, and technology will allow that. Um, and there is you know there's 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 rare skills in those space that are in demand, so you know there's always going to be that digital skills gap. So looking at technology, then um, I'm going to ask you know a bit of a broader question here. Then with technology. And you've kind of already answered this in a way, but to look at it a little differently then, obviously with the advances in technology, with digitization, such as AI, such as automation and machine learning, it presents and opens up, you know, fantastic opportunities for value that companies, you know, may have never even thought was there in yesteryear. But at the same time, that's obviously going to throw up a new type of pressure and a new type of challenge. What would you say are some of the challenges then that increased tech may bring a uh, really good question uh, so look i think there's a piece here where you just you can't assume that digital is going to be the panacea for all your ills you know that it's going to solve everything um you know there's going to be variances of using technology and digital that are going to give you some stunning gains but not all businesses can be 100 percent digital or 100 percent tech focused um so i think there's a few things there is you know what does digital actually mean for you in your business and how are we going to harness it for the benefit of the business and our ecosystem? And, and I think a lot is, is just try and work on the language internally just to make sure it doesn't drive ambiguity around the wider organization. Um, and then it's just get aligned, you know. Um, you know, there's opportunities to, to, to work with some fantastic people out there that can help you on your, on your journey to decipher what's right for your business. And that's the reason that, that we set up um, was to give that sort of flexible alternative to, to the usual big names that people feel, oh, we better go to those because they've got a big badge. And actually, we have that mentality of you never get fired for hiring IBM. But actually, some of those organizations aren't really digital or they're not agile. Um, they're still big bloated and have lots of legacy. You know, do you know what I mean? So it's kind of, you know, maybe look for opportunities to um, you know, decipher what it means for you and then try and build those skills internally. So, you know, we're seeing the rise of change functions as permanent. Because if you're going to constantly change, you, should, you know, a lot of your, 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 your staff should be change ready. They should be change adept. They should be comfortable with going through uh, different versions of iterating a business every six months, every year. 
some people aren't cut out for that some people are so i think there's a you know embrace the skills you need for the future and start trying to build that incumbent capability as well so a bit of a uh, i don't want to say a quick fire question but you know we've sort of touched upon and it's quite clear that there's a there's a, there's a need and there's the time is it's never been there's never been a better time for a company like Sullivan and Stanley to exist but if i was to say to you you've got to give me the quick sell you know i've i've heard that you might be the kind of company i'm looking for you know i'm, I'm thinking about transformation why should we come to you what would you say yeah really good question um look i i think we come at it um so the embers of this business started um because um my bigger purpose to inspire the future of work um for my two children so Sullivan is eight and Stanley is six. Um, so even sometimes when, you know, we have those days which don't go so well, we, we all have those. You know, I don't need any more inter- uh, inspiration to sort of pick myself up. So, so this business comes from, from two things, really. I think the first is, is a mission to inspire the future of work. And we feel that could manifest itself in, in many ways. But in first, it's, um, it's, it's helping organisations um, and it's trying to develop a better workplace um, and we're trying to help organizations transform into that. I think secondly, um, we come in with the spirit of a good interim. So, so what I mean by that is I think interim experts and interim professionals are a really underrated route to capability and a really underrated route to um, solving problems. So interims you can trust, they're loyal, uh, they're there to deliver um, the right solution for the company. They want to knowledge transfer swap ip and get you in a better state than you were before they entered so there's the premise of you're only as good as your last gig or you won't get hired again why people um you know should entertain having a conversation and using us is we have that same premise we also have another premise that small teams of experts around an outcome or around a statement of work service is a much better way to get stunning gains in your organization rather than a big bloated team with leveraged teams agenda with a pyramid model that are there to try and keep you in the problem and continue to invoice you. So we've got um, some big businesses we've, we've helped who have said we're the only consulting or service provider firm in transformation that's actually had an exit plan. We also love to cross-pollinate with the, with the per- permanent members of staff, the people that are there living it, eating it. They're, they're emotionally connected. It's their business. You know, we're not there to to threaten them or make them look inferior or show them up. We're actually generally there in the spirit of an interim to work alongside them, to help them co- co-advise, co-strategize, co-deliver, execute and leave. Um, so they're the kind of things that we, we, we do, which is, is fundamentally trying to retire the word transformation and help organizations have the capability to constantly reinvent themselves for this hyper competitive, disruptive market. Uh, we're quite low ego. We're good people to work with. We've got a brilliant network um, uh, and, and we love it, you know, which, which, um, which, which really helps, you know, that, that sort of uh, incumbent vision to everyone's joined here because they want to, you know, do good things. They want to work with great clients. They want to um, have some sort of legacy, but it's also to, as I said, inspire that future of work and, and be a part of that future of work. And, and um, yeah, the other final thing is, is what, what we do, sorry, what we preach, we actually do ourselves. So um, you, you know, we execute every 90 days. You know, we visualize our work. We have coaches in the organization. We're constantly reinventing ourselves every six months. 
Um, so uh, we're inherently agile. Um, I know there's a love-hate relationship with that word, but we deliver quickly and we cross-functional team and we're only ever two weeks away from a mistake because of the retros that we do. So, um, and we've got some of the best sort of program and transformation experts globally that are now permanent with us. So the sum of all parts uh, does make us an attractive proposition because um, it's not all about landing a big um, uh, uh, piece of work and then trying to invoice for three to four years because that's the way our model is. It's not how we set up. Final question then. And the answer can't just be, well, get in touch with Sullivan Stanley. But if you, obviously, you're, over, the course of your, over the course of your entire career, you know, you've had a number of conversations with many different people in different situations regarding uh, what, we've, what we've discussed already, transformation, talent, skills, capabilities. If there was one piece of advice you could give, you know, just, just one thing that, while it doesn't guarantee success, but it, it at least... It's, it's something that you think would at least help them sort of make sure that they make the right decisions. What would you, what would it be? Like, what would you say to somebody? It's uh, a really good question. I, I think, um, get an outside perspective, just get out there and get an outside perspective. So I think you've got to get the board and you've got to get leadership teams and a subsection of the business to go and experience what a, what a, what we call it. We, we, we talk about the future business a lot. Go to a business that is digitally native, that has a mixture of um, you know, human and digital interactions, um, is delivering from a, uh, from a sort of a fast-paced flow perspective. Go and get some perspective and go and spend some time with them. So there is so many businesses out there that are doing it the right way that will happily uh, bring exec groups into their businesses to find out what good looks like. And we find when you get that kind of perspective and exec groups or individuals can taste what good looks like on the floor in the organization, um, then, 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 then that, that you get some, 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 some stunning gains with that. Um, so that'd be it. Get some outside perspective, uh, from businesses that you admire, um, preferably outside of your industry to get fresh thinking. So we haven't modelled this at all on other consulting firms. We, we don't look in that space at all. I look at companies like Citizen M. Um, you know, I look at other companies like GifGaff. Um, they're nothing to do with what we do, but that's what's given us the edge. So get some outside perspective with, um, with organisations that, um, that, that are really getting it right and that look like they're going to have sustained success this decade and potentially next. Thank you for listening to the Digital Insight Podcast in association with the interface.net and cpostrategy.com. The Digital Insight is brought to you by B2E Media Limited. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review. And don't forget to check out our podcast archive at www.b2e-media.com forward slash the digital insight.